Hi, welcome to 42, my podcast on uh, life, the universe and everything else. Uh, this is Saifur Rahman Mohsen. I'm an app developer from India. Uh, a little bit about me, I build mobile, web and voice-driven apps for startups or uh, entrepreneurs. Uh, I'm a full-time freelancer and I'm. this is the first time I'm making a podcast. It's my first podcast and... Uh, this is going to be a completely opinionated podcast, so it doesn't ref- really reflect on my work or the opinions of my clients. Uh, so today's podcast is it's about Stephen Hawking's uh, theory of everything. Uh, so I'm going to try to explain a theory of everything which explains life and uh, why we exist and all, which is precisely what Stephen Hawking was trying to ex- uh, explain. So, as per his theory of everything, he wanted to explain how we came to exist, uh, how the universe was created, and so on. And he said that the Big Bang Theory is basically like the same process as a black hole except in the opposite direction. And um, he wants, wanted to explain the whole uh, universe, the way we exist because of that particular uh, phenomenon or the incident. So, uh, I like to believe that uh, that's not accurate as in like we don't exist because of that particular uh, a scene of creation because I feel like uh, creation itself is a pseudo term it's a misnomer and uh, I came to know about this because of my atheism and uh, because every time I talk to an theist uh, one of the most common arguments I get is uh, why do you exist someone should have created you therefore there is a god and usually the answer to that uh, is Something called the Kalam cosmologist argument is basically the argument that for something to exist, someone should have created it and therefore there should be a God. But it breaks down when you apply God to that. So for God to exist, God should have, someone should have created, therefore there should be a God, a God who created God, right? And then who created that God. So the whole premise of the argument is completely wrong and therefore it is wrong. So that's a good uh, argument because... Uh, f- for one, it uh, when I tell the theist this argument, so how do you explain it? And they're like, God actually exists always. And I'm like, okay, if you accept that God exists always, then why not you just accept that uh, people always existed, that the planet Earth always existed, that the universe always existed. And this particular argument is pretty good because it explains the universe perfectly. Uh, it explains our lives perfectly. Uh, just imagine how you are created, that is born, or uh, how you die. So these are just uh, pseudo-terms, a misnomer to explain the process of transformation uh, rather than creation and death because those those processes don't really exist in the universe. So th- that's just something which we made up to define this particular process. So you just think about how you are born. You are born as an embryo and you ne- your mother needs to get nutrients in order for you to grow. If you cut off the nutrition, then you're not going to be uh, created. So uh, that particular term of creation is just the process of development from that particular stage, you know. And when you die, this other end happens, which is that uh, you get buried in the earth and you become nutrients, you decay, unless you're kept in a box or something. But still, uh, the process is going to happen anyway. So you're going to get decayed and you become part of the... Uh, earth this is a very nice thought because what this means is that every cell which you have today 
has always existed uh, and i would i won't say from the beginning of time because that would be a wrong statement because there's no such thing as a beginning of time and there's no end of time if you read einstein you'll know that there's no global clock it's just relative so then how does it work so uh, you've always existed and yourselves have transformed from one to another it means that a part of maybe even einstein exists in you a part of the dinosaurs do exist in you and when you when you die yourselves are going to perpetuating into future generations as well is is that you won't exist as a whole you know as an entirety and yeah, i don't believe in the soul or the spirit which is actually just a religious construct so uh, yeah um and uh, this particular theory already exists we don't call it the theory of everything we call it the law of conservation of mass and energy which is a very old theory which says that nothing can be created nor be destroyed but it can be transformed from or one form to the another and this particular theory works to explain everything it hasn't been disproven so far only doubt which has ever come for this theory is by the same stephen hawking who talks about black holes that information is lost inside a black hole so uh, but even that hasn't been proven or disproven uh, even if the information is lost it some exists in some kind of other format because it needs to be conserved so this is my theory of everything and it uh, it explains very well how everything governs and uh, another thing uh, one more thing which i want to talk about is the big bang which is basically what stephen hawking said uh, about creation i like to believe in an extension of that theory it's called the pulsating theory which basically says that the big bang happens and then the universe contracts again into a single uh, dense uh, spot and then again uh, it uh, expands again so it pulsates up and down which is just an extension to a big bang theory and this works out great and uh, there's there is no edge or there's no boundary to the universe also because uh, the universe in my opinion is just a four dimensional circle so a uh, circle is basically a two dimensional object which has no ends no matter which direction you go you always uh, there's no beginning and end to a circle and the same is true about a sphere which doesn't have an end and if you stretch it to a four dimensional that's basically something you cannot imagine the same way you uh, would have tried to imagine a tesseract from the movie interstellar they tried to show it in a 2d format but it that's not how a tesseract looks because you can't see it but in general it's basically a four dimensional square and the same way a circle in four dimensional is uh, is the shape of the universe and uh, you can go in any direction and you'll uh, after a particular while you just wind up coming in the same place where you started so and even if you try to like measure it using a signal or something it's going to keep going infinitely because you're just making a big circle this is pretty much the theory of everything and uh, please feel free to share what you think about this particular theory if you like it uh, comment and tell me what you think so that's it for today's podcast i'll see you again in a couple of days bye bye